This episode of the A-List podcast is brought to you by betonline.ag and indeed.com. Welcome into the A-List podcast. I'm Kwani Lunas, joined by Gary Washburn and A. Sherrod Blakely. Hello, welcome, welcome to my podcast. <laughs> Hello, Kwani. Wow, wow, damn. Mm-hmm. Go back for the All-Star break and Kwani owed every damn thing. Wow, okay. Wow. It's going to be that kind of end of stretch run, huh? Okay. I just finished celebrating a week full of birthday festivities, so I'm really feeling myself right now. Mm. We'll bring you back to Earth, Kwani. Don't worry, we got you. Good, good. Well, we'll, we'll take it. I'll take it. But actually, I want to. We're gonna quickly go back to the NBA All Star break, like you mentioned, because I distinctly remember someone saying that the expectation for the Celtics was just to stay healthy, and that Tatum would not be the MVP of the all-star game and lo and behold Tatum must have been listening to this podcast because he was the Kobe Bryant MVP of the all-star game for 2023 so Sherrod how do you react to that <laughs> you know what I, I can't be mad at him for dropping a double nickel on, on in the all-star game I mean he had it going but the thing about Tatum we know he can do that we've seen him go on runs like that where he's the best player on the planet um so it's not surprising that he did it but to me again I, I just think all-star games when you're in a position the Celtics are so close to being in a position to win a championship I'm trying to do anything and everything to avoid injuries at all costs and you know again he had it going early that's just great I think if he would have gotten off to a slower start they probably wouldn't have played him as much as he did but you know give him props I mean he handled his business he got the Kobe Bryant award which is something that means a lot to him uh but now let's just put that behind us and get focused on what really matters which is getting your teams into the playoffs and getting them to a position to win a title that's what matters now yeah, I thought Tatum was outstanding. I mean, you know, people are criticizing the All-Star game and saying obviously there's no defense, but, you know, to score 55 points, in that, if it was so easy, everybody would have done it. So uh, the way I look at it is, is that, you know, he 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 went after it, he got it, his, his, he was, you know, scoring with easy dunks at first, and all of a sudden the third quarter, his, his three ball started going down, and we all seen Jason – uh, what he can do when that three is going down. And then then he obviously he started chasing records and people were telling him, hey man, you're you're close to Anthony Davis's point record of 52. And I was at that game with 52 and Davis was doing the same thing. He was putting in that work, hitting three, scoring at the rim. He was doing everything. So you gotta, you know, people are not gonna, you know, down the road in 30 years from now say, oh, there's no defense played in the game. The record's gonna count until somebody breaks it. So I think that was good for Tatum's uh, you know, I don't know, so image brand. I mean, it was a great day for him. He premiered, premiered the Tatum ones. Um, yeah. You know, his shoe, his son was there. And I think this is the first time, as we talked about in the last podcast, that his son was really able to take in all the, uh, you know, all-star festivities. I mean, he was, I mean, I was watching Deuce the practice. Deuce was getting shots up. Deuce was playing with the Heat mascot. The Heat mascot. The kid is an all-star. Yeah. Grabbing on the rim. Yeah. <laughs> the reverse the, dunks. Yeah, the Heat, the Heat and the Hawk <laughs> mascots. So he was playing with them. You know, he was having, he was playing with other sons of, um, of mm-hmm. a lot of the other players that brought their sons to practice. So I'm sure it was a really fulfilling weekend for Jason because his son is starting to get old enough to appreciate uh, and, and kind of remember this stuff. And then, 
for for old old man Jason, twenty four years old, to to drop mm-hmm. fifty five years uh, points, uh, I think is a it, obviously he'll go down to Celtics history. Uh, he's going down as a one of all time greats. But as Sharad said, you know, I'm sure he headed to Mexico or uh, Turks and Caicos or yeah. whatever, Puerto Rico, whatever for the for three days. And now I'm sure those guys are focused on the real task at hand. Mm-hmm. And another shining moment is the fact that Team Giannis beat Team LeBron for the first time since that format change in the All-Star game. Team LeBron was 5-0 and at that point. So I'm sure Tatum has that also a little star next to the fact that he was able to break that record. But you talk about staying healthy. Giannis actually, unfortunately, and it could have been worse, of course, but he suffered a spring, a sprained ligament in his right wrist. So when you talk about making sure that you're healthy, again, thankfully, it wasn't as bad for Giannis. But that's why we don't have defense in all-star games, because the whole point is to make it to the end of the season when it'll really count. But going back to Tatum really quickly, the youngest four-time all-star in franchise history in history for the, obviously the Celtics. What do you think he needs to do as the Celtics make it past this home stretch? You got it, Gary. Um, I'd like this. This I, I, he was in a little three-point slump before, mm-hmm. so I like to see him get back on track uh, with the three ball, and I think that opens up the rest of his game. But I, I just think it's tremendous. Uh, he's had a tremendous season so far, but I think you know, you know, you want him to stay healthy, you want him to get his rest here and there. But you also want him and Jalen to both lock in and carry this team to the number one seed. And that's going to be important. And uh, so I, I believe that he just needs to, to kind of just keep doing what he's doing. And you hope that the rest and also blend it in with the, with the three-point barrage helps him get going from the three-point line because he's had kind of a slump, a little bit of a slow uh, rut here, you know, before the All-Star break. But I, I do think, you know, I expect him – to be refreshed and ready to lead this team to the number one seed. I think we'll see top five Tatum a little bit more down the stretch than we saw the first half of the season. I I think he's going to be phenomenal uh, for this team. I think he's going to be dominant, but where I really need to see him step his game up is on the defensive end of the floor. Uh, Tatum has shown the ability to be a really good defender when he's locked in. And I think he offensively, uh, more, more nice than not, is locked in, but defensively, I, there seems to be a little bit more kind of, you know, some nights he's there, some nights he's not. And those nights have to be cut down significantly because he, his play, I think, at the defensive end of the floor is just as important what he brings offensively. Because, yeah, we know he can score, but when he's playing elite defense, which he has the capability of doing, the Celtics become unbeatable. They become that team that everyone is trying to be within five, 10 points of. Uh, that team that we saw at the beginning of the season, that was top five Tatum both ends of the floor. That's what I need to see for him at this point going forward. Hey, everyone. This is Kwani Lunas from the A-List podcast. Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season. Everything from pro and college basketball, UFC, MMA, and more. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online with live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. Bet online is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. Head to our website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure you use the promo code CLNS50 to receive your rewards. BetOnline.ag, where the games start. 
we talked about Tatum. Top five Tatum is clearly here to stay, but Jalen Brown is, of course, the guy that sometimes gets a little dimmed because of the bright light that Tatum gets shown on. So what was your, I guess, assessment of the way that Jalen Brown performed in the All-Star game, obviously, without comparing him to Tatum? I think the the great thing about uh, the night for the Celtics was Jalen played and Jalen looked comfortable, you know, uh, 35 points in the mass. Yeah. That was a good thing. People, I think people were thinking that he was going to back out, that he was going to say, Hey, I'm, I'm good. Uh, I can't play. I'm not, I'm, you know, and I think he wanted to show that he could play, uh, Mm -hmm. with the mask on. He wanted to use the the all-star game as an kind of an experiment, a test run. And, you know, all thumbs up, you know, he, he was, he was, he was great. 35 points. Um, he looked comfortable. The one-on-one thing with Tatum, I thought was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so to me, and and um, I think it was a, a just a complete success. And now he's used to playing with it. He's not on the injury report, so he's going to play Thursday in Indiana and be ready to go. So I think for J- for Jalen, it actually was a good opportunity for him to show that he could play with the mask on and, and kind of probably psychologically for himself come back out when you get hit hit in the face. And you mm. get a basically a broken face. Um, that's not easy to get over psychologically, too. I mean, because elbows are flying. You're not trying to get hit in that spot again. So, but I, I thought it was a good thing for the Celtics mm. to give him the all-star game, that test run. It's an unusual situation, uh, you know, but he wasn't going to give up his spot to anybody. He wasn't going to sit out because obviously he was healthy besides the, the cheekbone. And he went out there and did well. Yeah, I mean, I think part of his motivation to be out there was what happened last year, or should I say what did not happen last year, which was he did not make the All-Star team, in in part because he didn't really play enough games and wasn't out there enough uh, to do so. And so I think, Jalen, that was a reminder of just how uh, you can't take these moments for granted. You can't take opportunities to be among the best of the best for granted because there's no guarantee you're going to be back the next year. Uh, that being said, uh, looking at Black Zorro out there, J- Jason Jalen uh, Brown, I was impressed. I was really impressed at the comfort level that he had with the mask on. It was as if it wasn't a big deal, and they're going to need him to continue to step his game up and be an impact player with without the mask. Uh, but certainly, you know, it, it bodes well for, for his chances of just playing his game, doing what he does, uh, if he can play with that mask and, and just get used to it and acclimated to it. Obviously, the defense that he'll see through the regular season will be a little bit better than we saw at All-Star Weekend. But still, to Gary's point, his comfort level was, was clear and undeniable, and that's a big deal when you're making this type of change. Future is stuck in my head right now. I'm not going to lie. That's why I keep smirking. Mask on. It's all. It's it's a little, yeah, but you know. I I I, yeah, I know what you're saying. Oh, Gary, Gary, I, I, Gary, I, I, you don't know that song. There's like, no, nah, he'll know about it. He'll know about it. Play some future like, after this. Just look, mask off, future. We'll change your life. And Jalen and Jalen is a fan of future, and that's the other thing too. They so need that's, a collab. Yeah, they need a collab. Up and down we, the um, pipeline. And we, and we need and you know we need to get them Jalen Brown mask T-shirts out. That's what we need to do because I guarantee you, them will be at the garden on. on Wait, That's why don't something. we have Somebody t-shirts for do the podcast? We need t-shirts. We'll, we'll talk about that offline. That's Sherrod. We'll talk about that. That's Sherrod. That's Sherrod. All right, if wow. y'all are watching on YouTube, comment <laughs> if you would buy a t-shirt, an A-list podcast t-shirt. And if we get now, Kwani, five comments, we'll, we'll make t-shirts. for you, Kwani. Gary, Just, no. Gary will not get any t-shirts. 
<laughs> no Gary on the t-shirt. <laughs> That's your ride fault. You saw him at the back of my trunk. We got to work on that. <laughs> right, right inside, outside the TD Garden. <laughs> but you mentioned, obviously, Jalen had a, a pretty strong performance in the All-Star game. What should be the expectation be moving forward for the rest of the season? Obviously, as long as he's still wearing this mask. Yeah, I mean, the, the health thing kind of goes without saying. Um, but I, I think for, for, for Jalen, the, the biggest thing is just getting into a flow and rhythm, uh, continuing to do. I think him more than Tatum has to stay the course. Uh, when you look at the things that Jalen Brown does night in and night out, uh, he really doesn't have to elevate his game other than maybe uh, don't foul as much, uh, maybe do a better job knocking down perimeter shots, but his ability to just impact the game has been pretty consistent throughout the season. So I don't see him needing to do much other than just stay the course. And obviously playing with the mask, it raises questions as to whether he can do that. But if the all-star game is any indication, he shouldn't have an issue playing with the mask. Yeah, for Jalen, you just want to see him continue to ascend. You want to see him also, um, you know, take better care of the ball, uh, be more efficient with his turnovers and lack of turnover. You know, just you want to see him just kind of get to that um, next level, you know. And now uh, he's used to playing with the mask. He'll team with Tatum. And I'm sure they, they you know, they, they had a good chance, I'm sure, to hang out a little bit this weekend. And I'm sure they both talked about, hey, man, this is this is our year. Let's get this. Um, we know what it was like last year, the, the, the bad taste in our mouth from losing uh, three straight in the finals and losing to the Warriors. Let's go get this. And so, so I know they're on the same page. So I expect the same thing from Jalen as I do from Jason. Take a, your game to the next level. Sacrifice and worry about, you know, the personal stats, you know, down the road. But do it, whatever's best for the team. But be more efficient. Take care of the ball. Um, you know, do the little things. You know, hit your free throws. Do the little things that will make Jalen a next-level player. And I think uh, he's very, very capable of that. I hope the NBA wrote a good script for the Celtics this season. Y'all, y'all follow that on Twitter? There's a <laughs> Sharada. Wow, the Chronicle, she went there. She went there. I went Damn. very meta Twitter. But there was this joke. Well, I can't remember which NFL player. He said that the NFL had a script and that they told players to buy into it. And then that translated into the NBA. People started making jokes. So now it's just a running joke that everything's scripted in both leagues but hey oh, that was on i was on a like wikipedia it said that the Bengals are going to play the cowboys in the super bowl yes and yeah like oh it's already scripted damn mm-hmm. he's gonna be fixed so yeah. <laughs> so because what the, the super bowls in las vegas right it was like location of super bowl las vegas team it was arian foster thank you to our producer yeah, who had arian said foster. something yeah uh, <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's Cowboys. It's funny. I don't know. I don't believe in the conspiracy theory, but I wouldn't be surprised either. All right, let's move on around the NBA. Let's go to the biggest news. One of the bigger news is biggest news. I can't speak right now. Biggest news Biggest things that happen. <laughs> I've had a long day. All right. For those that live in Boston, this is a shameless plug right now. I co hosted the Hub. You're not shameless about plugging. No, I'm not shaming that. At all. But NBC 10 Boston this morning, I co-hosted our show and I will be co-hosting again on Thursday if you're listening in time. So that's why I've. What time is the show, Kwani? Tell them the time, Kwani. Or it re-airs at 10 a.m. on NECN. So if you live in New England, you could watch it anywhere. 
Okay. Boom. All right, now that I got the plug out of the way, let's talk about Russell Westbrook and the fact that he is planning to sign with the Clippers. I'm not sure if that's official just yet, but the reports are that he plans to sign with them. What do you two make of that? Which is ironic to me because he's going to still be playing at Staples Center. Oh, cryptocurrents.com, whatever. Crypto. It's still Staples in my heart. <laughs> it's, it, it, it just makes me cringe to see just any kind of the word crypt in, in LA on a damn that building. Part, that, that's that just me. <laughs> I have a comment, but I'll leave it offline. <laughs> I will leave it alone. Uh, I mean, I, I like. I mean, I like the move for the Clippers because they they they're looking to add another dynamic esque type player. Russell ain't the same dude that he was two, three, four, five years ago, but he's still a guy that can score. Uh, they just have to find a way to just maximize his talents with talents that he still has left. The the Lakers was a bad fit because they needed someone at that position who could actually knock down perimeter shots. They didn't necessarily need a guy that can score. Uh, the Clippers could use a guy that can just get buckets. And Russell, even at this point in his career, uh, he still has the ability to get to the rim and finish. Uh, it's just that that's a role that I think is better suited for the Clippers and what they need than the Lakers. So it's a good signing for them. Uh, good for Russell. He's on a good team, competing team. Uh, so there's no shame either way in, in, in this partnership, this marriage coming together. Yeah, I think it's a good move for the Clippers. I mean, obviously the Clippers are looking with the, I'm sorry, they're, they're looking for a floor leader like they had Reggie Jackson and John Wall. Obviously they got rid of both of them. So obviously that didn't work. They feel like they need a, a floor leader, a point guard to go to the next level. I think there's nothing, one of the more important players in the league when he's, when he's mad and he got something to prove, prove is Russell Westbrook, right? So I, I think he'll have something to prove. He's still staying in hometown right down the hallway from the Lakers locker room. So I think it's a good move as long as Russell stays within Russell. Like there was, there was very much a case of Russell doing a little too much with the Lakers. Um, and I think once he got that out of his system with the Lakers, came off the bench and was able to be more of a distributor, he was more productive, almost putting up triple doubles. And I think, unfortunately, and I think Russell takes a lot of bad heat like he just takes a he, there's not been a more scrutinized hall of fame future hall of fame player maybe dwight howard but just more of a scrutinized player that's gonna that's in the hall of gonna go to the hall of fame and russell westbrook i feel kind of bad for him um he's never been a great shooter but his shooting has gone down like people are like well, what's the difference between russ then russ five years ago i mean has he lost a step i don't really see it like i do i don't think he's probably as obviously as fast as he was um when he was 23 you know whatever but i i just don't see this like super decline i mean i see an erratic shooter right like yeah russell don't shoot from don't shoot those bank shots don't shoot from three but i don't see it's not like he ben simmons here and i just think people really really have mistreated russ and you know and you understand he made 40 he's making 47 million this year that's a salary for one of the league's top players and he's not that top player anymore but I still wouldn't want to see him go to the basket if I was an opposing team with the with the veracity and that he goes to the rim with the finish like I wouldn't want to see that would I want him to shoot a three yes do I think he was doing too much in LA at times yes but I think you put him in a position where it's like Russell just be yourself bro you don't need to score like Sharon said you don't need to hit the jumpers give it to Kawhi give it to Paul Give it to Marcus Morris. Give it to the guys who can shoot. You run the show, dive into the paint. If you see an opening, score at the rim, get to the free throw line, you'll be fine. I think that's where his 
it's it's like the movie Hitch, where uh, Will Smith was telling my man Kevin, uh, the guy from uh, what's the show that he was on, where he was a UPS guy, um, King of Queens, yeah, King yeah. of Queens guy, how to dance, and um, he was just like, "This is you, just don't, 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 don't do the, none of that, no, don't, don't do the Dougie." <laughs> <laughs> don't don't, don't do, no don't do don't do that don't do nothing crazy just this is you uh stay here and that's russell russell this is you no no dougie don't do the snake <laughs> don't start breaking uh you know what i'm saying what's the hottest dance out kwani you would know like i don't know i'm not that young anymore i don't, <laughs> like, I don't know what they be doing <laughs> you know, don't do, you know do, don't do that don't you know don't do the Tootsie Roll. Don't do none of that. All wrong. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> don't do the Roger Rabbit. Don't do Not the Not the Tootsie don't Roll. Do, don't do the Pee Wee Herman. Just this is you. Russell in LA with the clips. This is you. Bring the ball to the floor, <laughs> pass the ball, attack the rim, set your teammates up, play with some fire and passion because the Clippers don't play with a lot of fire and passion. They be chilling out a lot. They don't. I just. I mean, I think they're one of the league's most disappointing teams because they got all this talent and they just don't seem to every night. And obviously that's because of Kawhi and Paul. It's, you know, it's it's Kawhi's like Kawani, not you know, Kawani Looney's Kawhi. I have the better initial. Yeah, the the the, um, the uh you know they load Kawani load management, you know, so the load management thing's a big deal in LA. So <laughs> so I, I, but I think Russell's going to bring some fire to that team. And that's what mm -hmm. they needed. I think John Wall was probably a little bit past his prime. Reggie Jackson was erratic. I like Reggie when he's on, but when he's not, he's not. So I think Russell, if he does this, just can stay in his lane. Mm -hmm. Don't, you know, don't do don't, uh, 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 none of that. Nope. Don't do the rerun. Look that up, folks. If you don't know what the rerun is, don't do the rerun. Don't do none of that. Just stay in your lane. You'll be fine. Stay in your lane, Russ. Now, I 100% agree. I, obviously, he did a lot in L.A. The, to the point where the fan base clearly hates him, but he's not a washed player. I think that's a common misconception just because they don't like how he performed with the Lakers. But hopefully the other L.A. team is where he can give himself a little rejuvenation career-wise and see where that ends up. But let's look at a little further into the Western Conference. Who do you two think is a favorite right now to come out of the West other than the fact that the Nuggets are still number one in the conference, but Grizzlies are right behind them. Kings, Clippers, Suns. So the shakeup is inevitable. Yeah. I, I think the team that people are just scared to death of is the Phoenix Suns and understandably. So you, you have at least two and probably three hall of famers. Uh, one of which has one, multiple titles another one is still looking for that first title and i you know they, they gave up quite a bit of capital to get kevin durant and, and so their depth isn't quite what it used to be uh but again in a playoff series best of seven i mean kevin durant devin booker paul you know chris paul they could take you out they got enough they still have enough on that roster to take you out. I think they're going to be the favorite, but the team that I'm going to be looking out for, though, is a, as a sleeper are the Pelicans. If they can get Zion healthy, uh, if he can be healthy enough for the playoffs, a couple things. One, 
with him, they're really, really good. They're one of the better teams in the Western Conference this year when he's been healthy. Two, they have the third weakest strength of schedule for the rest of the season, which means they're going to play a lot of winnable games with or without him. Uh, that's going to allow them to move up in the standings a little bit and potentially be a team that might even play its way in the home court advantage for a round or two. And again, as many times as I've seen Zion play, show me the cat that slows him down. Show me that dude, because I don't think he's in the league. When he plays poorly, it's because he plays poorly. It's not because you shut him down. It's not because you force him to do things he don't want to do. No, he does pretty much everything the hell he wants to out there. And that, to me, makes them a dangerous team in a best of seven, if he's healthy. You heard it here first, folks. Oh, Gary, you got something to say? Okay. He got a deep sigh of relief. Pelicans <laughs> going to win a championship, according to Rod. <laughs> Celtics um, Pelicans, mark, <laughs> mark your books, folks. I know, bring the parade down to New Orleans, another second line parade. Anyway, oh my, goodness. Um, my goodness, Sherrod, that was out the blue. I hate um, people. It, it happens. <laughs> I feel like the Portland Trailblazers is going to make a run here. Like, okay. Um, Did I'm, I have, the only person who uttered the word championship was your act, your, no, your person. <laughs> I said New they Orleans, would make he it. He got New Orleans beating everybody. But okay. Um, Zion get back I'm going you know what I'm just going to have to throw my chips in for the Denver Nuggets and I know that people don't trust Denver but there ain't nobody I wonder the, why it ain't nobody <laughs> in the west I trust more I just don't like okay do you trust the Memphis Grizzlies they Not talk a lot Denver. they talk a lot well, but I want to see some winning 11 and 17 on the road like I would like to see Memphis in Boston. Well, you want to spend five days in Memphis? Okay, I mean, no, 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 no. Yeah, you want to go there for the finals? You I want just, to do? I just meant basketball wise. You, want, you want to host the show? The show on from from the from Memphis? Who's going on the road? Yeah, yeah that, that series wouldn't that wouldn't be much of a series. Boston going on that. the road with our t-shirts. I yeah, you're right. It wouldn't be Memphis. It, Memphis to me is just a team that they talk a lot, but they're 11, 17 on the road. They're not. They're not there yet. To win on you gotta win like I'm not saying you gotta be great on the road, but you gotta be 500 on the road, championship type of team. Okay, I just don't. I'm looking at the West here. Okay, I don't trust Sacramento. Let's just get that out the way. Oh yeah, like, nobody. Yeah. Okay, Sac. They done good. They're shout, out to, shout out to my boy Kendrick. Mike Brown is going to take them to the playoffs for the first time since 2005. That is a, a, a great thing for them. Finally, over the hump, 17, 18 years since they've been to the playoffs. Phoenix, I like Phoenix. Okay, you know, KD is KD. We love KD, great player. But who else, like, who else do they have? Like, who's going to be their back? Like, you can't win with just the starting five. You got to have some good support off the bench. Yeah. yeah. I don't trust Cameron Payne and Ish Wayne Wright. Uh, you know, like they've got to figure out, okay, Terrence Ross, I trust, I like Terrence. I thought the Celtics should have gone after him, but I think Phoenix offered him more of a chance to play, but I don't know. I need to see Phoenix play. I don't know if I trust Phoenix entirely. Um, and Dallas, you know, that's a tricky one with Kyrie and Luca now. I mean, I was all on board and then they lost at home to Minnesota with, you know, and I'm like, okay, if y'all that potent how y'all losing to the Timberwolves at home mm. um so and and, the, and we can talk about the Warriors I don't know Steph Steph's gonna you know Steph's recovering I just saw a release they're gonna evaluate him again in a week but he's he's making progress but 
They're seven and 22 on the road. Like they're going to go into the playoffs, quite honestly, as like a seven, right? They're, they're right now, they're in the play in. So they're going to play Memphis in the second round. Can they, can they, can the Warriors win two series uh, or three series potentially when they don't have the uh, home court advantage? Like, because they're not going to get home court advantage in the playoffs unless they make a real run. Right. So they're going to play, let's say they win the win it. They're going to play Memphis and then they're going to play the third seed. Then they're going to play the one seed all away from, you know, game seven away from Golden State. So I need to see more from the Warriors before I'm on. But so far right now, you ask me today because you asked me today, Kwani. You didn't ask me tomorrow. Yeah, I did. I did. Denver Nuggets, I, I got to say it, that's a tough place to play. I think Jokic is so underrated. I mean, it's just a pleasure to watch that guy play. Jamal Murray um, is a good player. Aaron Gordon's finally kind of lived up to some of his potential. Um, they got a good bench, so we'll see. But I'm going Denver. I ain't going New Orleans, though. But good luck. Good luck with that. <laughs> see, let me know how that goes. May the better team win. <laughs> This is Ashra Blakely with the A-List Podcast. And the thing about running your own business is every single hire counts. And no hiring partner understands that like Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do it all with Indeed. Find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. Hate waiting? Indeed's U.S. data shows over 80% of Indeed employers find quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job. Candidates you invite to apply through Instant Match are three times more likely to apply to your job than candidates who only see it in search, according to U.S. Indeed data. With Instant Match, as soon as your sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description, and you can invite them to apply right away. Indeed does the hard work for you. Sponsor a job, and boom! Instant Match shows you candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your job description immediately after you post. With Instant Match, you can start hiring fast. Join over 3 million businesses worldwide using Indeed to hire great talent fast. Indeed knows when you're growing your own business, you have to make every dollar count. That's why with Indeed, you only pay for quality applications that match your must-have job requirements. Indeed knows that finding people with the right skills makes all the difference when you're hiring a team of one. Indeed knows hiring needs to be cost-effective when you're running your own business. Indeed knows that when you're doing everything for your company, you can't afford to overspend on hiring. Visit Indeed.com slash A-List to start hiring now. Just go to Indeed.com slash A-List. Repeat, Indeed.com slash A-List. Terms and conditions apply. Cost for application pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Before we wrap up, what are you two up to for the rest of the weekend? Let the people know, other than making t-shirts for the podcast, of course. <laughs> We're only gonna make t-shirts for you and me, Kwani. And, uh, and Ahmed on the background. Shout out yeah, to Ahmed in the back. Ahmed, yeah, our producer. Um, Gary gets down, a t-shirt. <laughs> Gary does not get a t-shirt. No, uh, just I mean, just get getting back into the flow of things with the Celtics, doing uh, things at BU, uh, just just doing, 
just doing. Uh, I have a couple of things from Ebony coming down the pipeline in March. I uh, can't get into that right now, but uh, no, just keep it busy. Keep it busy. You um, talking about Michael Jordan next? We can't talk about it? <laughs> I know. Damn. Nah. Chirac, who are you talking about? We working top secret. Talking to the president. Damn. <laughs> Try trying to restart the Black Panthers. Oh, man. <laughs> it's a secret movement. Oh, Gary. Try to some top secret. You know, the brothers are <laughs> some top secret stuff. I hate Gary. Uh-oh. <laughs> I hate Gary. <laughs> you can let me know how it goes in the download. So I got some top secret stuff. To, you know, Shirai trying to get the brothers together, brothers and sisters together. Night. Sharad didn't had enough. I'm leaving. I'm gone. No, I'm leaving. I'm not done yet. Sharad didn't had enough. Damn it. I am walking off the pod. Ready to go. Are you doing anything, Gary Washburn? <laughs> I am um, headed to, to as Sherrod is, headed to Philadelphia for the weekend and then uh, New York for Monday and continuing to cover uh, Celtics. Got some, I had a good long conversation with my man Kendrick Perkins uh, the other day, yeah, who has, right? has, has a new book out. <laughs> um, what's so funny, Sherrod? Why, Why are you laughing at that? Damn, what's so funny? <laughs> Perk makes me laugh. Anytime I uh, think Perk about Perk, is, I smile. Amazing guy. Bring him on the pod. Yeah. Yes. Like, he, I know he's busy. He got like 20 jobs. I can reach out to his people. Well, you know, you know, I, you know, you know. Like, sir, like to pod, but talk to, <laughs> So that should be coming soon. And a lot of good good stuff. I'm like, I, I got some secret stuff like Shirai. It might not be the overthrow the overthrow <laughs> government or nothing like tech like Shirai trying to do, but um oh lord. It's gonna be some it's gonna be some some good stuff over the next uh <laughs> over the next few months for few weeks but yeah just get back on the track um it was salt lake was cool it was definitely a better one than uh, all-star uh than a lot of us expected really? in terms okay. of the activities in terms of the people um you know everything was closed yeah. best behavior, I, best behavior. Time, so I was jealous about that yeah thames and burner boy like, I'm sorry, Burner Boy. As I tweeted, Burner Boy looked like Jay Crowder. I was like, "Is that Jay Crowder on stage?" Oh, he does actually. He does. He does. I was like, "Hold up." He does. I thought, I thought Jay he was Crowder's like, Nigerian now. Get back with the Is that <laughs> Burner Boy. <laughs> can our producer post a picture of Burner Boy next to Jay Crowder for please? Our, oh, for our, for our, pose it right here on our page, please. Because I was like, "Hold that. on," like. Jay Crowder, no. <laughs> like Jay Crowder. He's a performer. <laughs> Damn, they got Jay Crowder at halftime. I know he rat. Budget cuts, budget cuts. They had to, they had to hey, play hey, and perform. Hey, Jay, Jay had a lot of downtime. Jay he had a lot of downtime. He's pretty good. He's pretty good. <laughs> Put some bars together. Yeah. He, 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 did, he, did, pretty, he did pretty good. But no, I, Jay it, I thought it was a good, I thought it was a good, a good, solid all-star the game wasn't all that great but as we right. know if you guys watch dunk contest was outstanding max mcclung i mean shoot um and i you know i i thought i mean i had heard of him i i knew he had game i didn't know he was a jumper like that though i thought i didn't know he was yeah. that athletic i, I thought not expect was, that yeah yeah i i seen him remember him at georgetown texas tech i remember him he's had some 10 days and some two-way contracts but i did not know he had that many ups so I thought it was an entertaining dunk contest. Three point was solid, you know, Dame time. So yeah, it was a it was a good 
solid weekend. So I'm looking forward to it. I think everybody's like looking forward to the second half of the season because so many storylines, KD, what's Westbrook, what happens with the Celtics, do the yeah, Kyrie, do the Lakers make a run? What happens with the Warriors? So I mean will the Clippers come out on top? Yeah. Who knows? All, all these they stories, do. all these stories. Baseball hasn't started yet. You know, football's finally over. You know, we got a good Super Bowl and all that. So this is basketball's time to uh here we go, our producer. Okay, <laughs> Jay Crowder. Y'all will see Jay Crowder on your screen. <laughs> <laughs> and then here we go with Bernie. Oh, yeah, they're yeah. Related. Wow. They, are, they they got the same wow, daddy. Sherrod. <laughs> they got the same daddy. Wow. We, anyway. We, we think Sherrod they look alike. <laughs> Dang, and it's the beard too. Yeah, I mean, the the, long, oh my god, okay, I can't see. Dreads, like, I, I like, saw it, but now I'm really seeing it. I was like, Jay y'all got the y'all, man, they got Jay Crowder, you know, Jay Crowder is a rap. Like, we put him before he was good though. Burner Boy, he, much respect. I had not heard of Burner Boy, he's a performer, yeah, not heard of Burner Boy. Um, before this, performance. last week, actually, last week, last he didn't week, hear I was Burner like, Boy was. <laughs> Like, Brenner got a sugar, new fan. The Sugar Hill game wasn't available. Like we couldn't get Curtis Blow out there. We couldn't get Will. We couldn't get Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Like, what's going on here? Like, we couldn't get LL. Like, yeah. Get- before we derail completely, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the A List Podcast. If you haven't already, please subscribe YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasting. You, you whatever podcasting apps you use stop sending me there's a picture of them together i can't i'm mind blown this is the a-list podcast we'll be back next together week. oh my god they do look like brothers they do look alike